You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. We got a chat with Daniela mm-hmm. Ponticelli. You guys you say that. Ponticelli. Ponticelli. I'm watching I don't recommend, so I know. you know, us meeting her for the first time on the phone that we make fun of her name. Ah, settle in. <laughs> That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> anyway, she is the pre- and post-game host for the Riders. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that um, that we don't have here. Like, I think people like their sports teams here. Yeah. But there is a passion for the Riders in Saskatchewan that is unequal to mm-hmm. other sports franchises in North America. Am I wrong? People from Saskatchewan come here more to watch games that I think than they do go there. I don't know what that means. No, I think he's people from Saskatchewan will more come here to watch Saskatchewan then. No, that's not the case. No, no, no. There's just a lot of people from Saskatchewan living live here. here. Yeah, people aren't traveling here for games very much. It's just that yeah. how many? I mean, I run into people f- from Saskatchewan all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Grant's right. Yeah, I think yes. There are lots of Saskatchewan Rough Rider fans. Did they all drive here? No. In their Ford no, it's always because no, you'll but, see the same people like when we had seasons where we'll be going to Elks games all year, and then the riders come, and that's when like, oh, you're actually a rider fan. Yeah, then they, they put the jersey on. Yeah, they put the jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's the case, but there there probably is a bit of a convoy every yeah, time. Yeah, a few. Yeah, yeah, but. for sure. There's there's a handful. That's a decent ride though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for a game. Oh yeah, yeah. And now. Locker Room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. So an X-Wing model that was believed to have been lost was uh, recently found, and it's valued at about $400,000. They're doing an auction for it. Yes. It's one of the original X-Wings from the Star Wars New Hope, the Death Star scene, because back when they did this movie, all their spaceships and everything, they were just models that they would move around. It's really cool to watch them film it. I've I've watched them behind the scenes, and they're like, oh, it's just a little toy they're using and then they do these scenes and it looks yeah so so this is one of the first ones right yeah this was one of four models used but this one was the most technical of all of them because this is the one that had uh, motors in the wings to make them uh, open and close the droid would turn um long lights x-wing model used in original star wars movie so i think this was the first one they made jimmy uh, it's it why it's so coveted. It was, it, it's one of the only ones remaining because a lot of the other ones they used 
with like this one's even got burns on it and stuff like wow. that. They blew them up. Like it, like during the for, uh, for for a scene for for seeing some of the other ones, so a ship would blow up, so they would use explosives on these things. Let's say you had money, would you buy this? Four hundred thousand is a little steep. You don't you don't have to worry about money. Do you want this? Oh yeah. Okay. I'd, I'd, I'd have uh, yes. Star Wars but, toys are really cool. Like I'll go to that antique mall sometimes and just like you look at the Star Wars toys and collectibles. So and you're like, this is where, pretty cool stuff. Where it was found is this uh, this model maker that does model effects for other movies. Yeah. Greg J- uh, Jin. I probably saying his name wrong. Uh, he passed away back in May, and his oh, some of his, his friends were going through his stuff, and he had no all way. these and he had all these models. But he never worked on Star Wars. Uh-huh. So, but he worked on a ton of stuff. Uh, encounters of the third kind. You never know what you bee. have, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Batteries not included. Look through your uncle's stuff he, when he dies. Yeah. He did all the modeling for a lot of the Star Trek movies. Like uh, he designed okay. the clean. So um, we should so give a whole, plug. We should give a plug for the Jedi Jimmy podcast, right? Which will be coming out on is this Saturday. A, is this the third episode of this week of Ahsoka? Ahsoka. I want to say it's four. Oh, it could be third. <laughs> there was right. a new episode today, wasn't there, of that show? Uh, yeah, it was. It Did you get up and watch it? Come on, really? I watched it twice last night and once this morning. Oh, that's right. Oh. They're out on Tuesdays. Yeah, they come out. Uh, okay. At, yeah. Right. Awesome. Okay, so be aware of that. If you are a Jedi Jimmy podcast fan... Um, or you haven't seen it yet and you want to, mm-hmm. you can just subscribe to the Locker Room you YouTube know. page. But this guy's entire collection with with that All X-Wing stuff. Is, is going up for auction. And there's a ton of stuff if you're a Star Trek fan. I wish, I honestly, I wish Jimmy had money. Because <laughs> I'd love but to see I, what kind of ridiculous gone. stuff but he if, would buy. It would be so I, much fun. If I had money, I'd end up not having money. Yeah, That's, it would yeah. all be spent. Yeah. <laughs> the Locker Room. Babcock got fired for the Leafs, from the Leafs, right? Oh, like, yeah. Um, that was a big thing when he was with the Leafs. Remember, he he got Mitch Marner to rank all his favorite players on the Leafs? Oh, yes, 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 He told yes. him it was a private thing, and then he shared it with the whole room, and he was like, here's Mitch Marner's list of people he likes and who he doesn't like, and he did stuff like that all the time. It was really weird. Yeah. Old school guy. I but remember. Even, like, not even just old school, like weird yeah, it's not like he was like a hard ass in practice, like skate harder. It was like doing weird psychological stuff to them. Yeah. Then there was a bunch of other rumors, stuff mm-hmm. that um, that didn't really get covered in the press. So he gets let go. He goes home. He's a Sasky boy, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he goes home. He was doing a little bit of coaching at the minor leagues. He was in the university. University for the Huskies. Yeah, he was oh. coaching there. Okay, and then he gets the call this summer. Boom! The Blue Jackets want him to uh, to come to Columbus, which is so funny because Johnny Gaudreau left Calgary because he didn't want to play for Daryl Sutter, and, <laughs> and then, then he gets Mike. Then he gets <laughs> <laughs> You gotta wonder about your luck, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's like what would happen to you. <laughs> that's exactly you would quit a job because you didn't like the boss, and then that boss would go with you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Long time no see. Um, so Babcock is in the news. Now, okay, we should clarify because if you heard the spitting chicklets sort of 
Paul Biznasty. Yeah, on the podcast. If you heard his comments or saw that clip yesterday that went viral, that kind of that kind of turned this into a story, you probably have an idea of what he did, and it might not be the right idea. Because now a couple of people from Columbus yeah. have stepped in and said, okay, I didn't really see a problem with it. He has been investigated, and it, it's been he's been cleared of no wrongdoing. But the story goes is that he wanted to show some pictures of... He wanted his, to see some pictures. of of Was it just the captain? So the, the story that Paul Biznet, Biznasty told, he said he got a text from a player in Columbus and said, have you heard what Babcock is up to? And he said that when he got into Columbus, he called Boone Jenner, the captain, into his room and said, give me your phone. I want to look at your photos and see what type of person you are. That's what the story that Biznasty said. So he said, give me your phone. And then he had airdropped all of the photos to himself or something. And then he shared them on and, a big screen yeah. at a practice. But then Johnny Gaudreau said that that there was more than like a bunch of players were asked to he, share pictures and just to sort of go, hey, how was your summer? Yeah, it was like, a, hey, I'm the new coach. Show me some pictures of your kids. I want to see your wife. Where's your vacation home? It was like that sort of thing, which sounds harmless to me. That sounds like a, a common, like, oh, you want to see your kids or whatever. I want to get to know who, who the players are. Not as aggressive as, give me your phone. I'm looking through your photos to see what type of person you are. <laughs> yeah. It's still a little, it's still a bit weird, no? You think so? Yeah. I, I'm, I could see it as being like one of those weird team building things that people try to do. People need to stop doing yeah. that stuff. No one likes it. No one likes icebreakers. No, no one likes team building. Well, and, and I used to try to do that kind of stuff when I was a boss. Mm, like, let's you have feel a, like you have to. Like, yeah, you feel like you have to. And, and I would like, hey, let's do a bowling night. And then you realize that everybody goes just out of like out of fear or mm -hmm. some weird obligation that they that they think they have to the company and then it's never perceived as what you intended to be perceived as you might have an idea where you're like hey we have a big company once a week i'm going to match people up in the company where they have to do a zoom call together and we're all going to get to know each other and then like in your mind you're like that's a great idea but meanwhile every employee is like this is dumb this is stupid <laughs> I don't want to do this. Yeah. The yeah. other thing, too, is, and, and I feel a little bit for Babcock because I I kind of had a dose of this when I was a boss. Yeah. I would come home and I would say things to my wife about how I handled stuff at work. And mm -hmm. she would go, what is wrong with you? <laughs> You're, you You're can't say that. You can't look through your employees' phones. <laughs> Didn't so you I had people cry? I had numerous moments of, um, of awakening from my wife. <laughs> when I told her about my strategies with people, yeah, like it, 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 the world that we live in right now, the the number one thing that you should do is avoid any job that has to do with managing people. <laughs> yeah, like just get away from it. If somebody says, "Hey, you're doing a really good job." Um, and you've been there for four weeks. Have you ever thought about a management career? <laughs> Go, no. It comes with so, no pay raise. Yeah. <laughs> and a whole bunch of headaches. And you get to handle people that hate you. You get to look after people. Yeah. Just Pass. run. Pass. Run. Welcome to the locker room. Got a couple of texts about 
managing people and, and yeah. everything else. Uh, Scuba Steve said Jimmy had to show his browser history before Harvard would oh, hire him. Uh, he no, wouldn't be that, here. I would not be here if they actually did that. <laughs> You guys proved uh, that when you guys found out my uh, fetish. <laughs> uh, Nick um, said, you're reading my mind locker. I was up half the night last night thinking how to deal with yesterday's <clears throat> with my crew. Yeah. F word in there. It's it's tough, man. It's really hard working with people. Um, and it's even harder when you're tasked with management. And then Mark said, I, I, walk, I walked out on a job when they asked me to do a random Zoom meet and greet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> See ya. The Locker Room, only on Cruise. The new iPhone is out, the 15. So they announced the 15 and the 15 Pro yesterday. How much? Um, so in Canada, the uh, the 128 gigabyte iPhone 15 will be one thousand hundred one hundred twenty nine dollars. The 15 Plus will be one thousand two hundred seventy nine. So up a bit from last year by about a hundred bucks. That's odd. But- <laughs> <laughs> you haven't watched the BlackBerry movie yet, have you? No, I haven't. Is yeah, that good? It's a really good movie. And there's a line in there where where they're all at BlackBerry. They're watching Steve Jobs announce the first iPhone. And they're all going like, I can't remember what the price is, but they're like $300. No one will ever pay $300 for a phone. Oh, my God. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> I think my first car was less. It probably, yeah. Yeah. Toyota Tercel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane, right? It is crazy. The the 15 looks... Is there any changes? The big change is the charging. So you know how now iPhone has their own lightning chargers? Yeah. Um, because of a European rule where it has to be the same, the new iPhone 15 will have a USB-C cord. So you'll be able to use the that's, same charger that you use for everything that else. that Samsung that, thing? No, that's that oval one. I can show you it's when I have one faster, in my It's way faster, apparently. Okay. Um, it's way better. Yeah. So would I be able to use the charger from anything? They're pretty um, standard. Like a lot of them are starting to use USB-C now. It's kind of the go-to, I think. So okay. so they're all going to come. So, yeah, you'll be able to use My the lightsabers have a USB-C charger. Oh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I knew there was a Star Wars connection somehow. So I'd say that's the big change. Of course, there's like faster processor, better camera once again. The screen will actually get brighter. You can make it go brighter than it already does. So when you're out in the sunshine, you'll be able to see it better. And good news, um, we also read this morning that the radiation levels of the iPhone 12 yes. are a problem. Which you've been wondering why there's been shrinkage. Yeah. It's because you have a 12 in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and you're getting radiation. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to worry about a sack jack now. <laughs> <laughs> She's pulling them tight. <laughs> Just my phone. The locker room news. Health Canada has approved the use of the updated Moderna COVID vaccine. Um, Get it in you, everybody. <laughs> Canada's chief medical advisor said the vaccine was authorized after an independent and scientific thorough review. Um, the recommendation that they are giving is one dose it's for people five years and older, one dose for children under four, and two doses for children between six months and four years old. So is this, it's, it's does this there. help you against the new strain? What's the new yeah, strain? It's UC for the C eighteen. It's for the new strain, which is X dot 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 whatever. Yeah. There's a presidential election coming. 
XBB 1.5. I don't know why anybody just doesn't listen to me. Here's here's what you need to do. Okay. All right. Take a uh, take a big pot. Mm-hmm. Put it on the stove. Okay. Over back Throw to some this. cloves, some garlic, some sesame seed oil in there. Okay. Boil that up. Mm-hmm. Put a towel over your head and breathe in those fumes. Okay. Do that once or twice a day. You won't ever have to get back to. Oh, hold on. Also, take a bit of an orange peel. Yeah. While you're doing it, and you know how you you get those peelers. You just peel a little bit of the of the peel. Oh off. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and making an old fashioned. Stick that underneath your tongue. Oh really? How long? If you can hang it in there for at least an hour, hour and a half, <laughs> you're good. You'll is never this, need is this to. This all be... while you're standing on one foot. No, no. But you do want to go bare feet at least twelve well, hours a to, day. You need to ground yourself. Yeah, exactly. Or earth yourself or whatever it's called with the electromagnetic Actually, force I have of the earth. It, I You've have been it doing... so. I have um, tin foil outside, and then I have wires that run from the ground, the tin foil up under my pillow. Yeah, <laughs> that's a thing before too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, for, unless for, there's lightning in the forecast. It's for chronic pain, Greg. Unless there's lightning. Actually, that one I kind of believe. Get ready. You're about to play to win Jimmy's cash. You're going to lose, please. So we're still doing a practice thing for this, okay? Um, we'll start on Monday, September 18th. You'll have a chance at 7.15, and you'll have a chance at 4.15 with Pam. Okay? Pam, 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 Pam. It's called Jimmy's Cash. It's 500 bucks up for grabs. You have to answer five questions in 25 seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay? And again, we've been playing it between Jimmy and I, turning it into a bit of a competition this week to give you an idea of how the, the thing works, okay? Grant is going to ask the questions, not only now, but also during the contest. I am the quiz master. Yeah, getting okay. us to read the questions is probably not a good idea. No, we want to give people an actual fighting chance to win the money. <laughs> um, so, as of yesterday, I've had... 10 right out of 15, but I haven't won any cash. You haven't gotten all five right in one Yes. Time. Jimmy's got 9 out of 15. He had a bad day yesterday, but he's won $500 On cash. On Monday, he completed the quiz. Okay. Yeah, so I and just got to keep my own money. I did better yesterday. I'm going to go first, and then you right. go. Yeah. Okay? All right. I'm ready. Ready? Let's do this thing. Three, two, one. What sport uses a shuttlecock? Badminton. How many cents are in a quarter? 25. How many wonders of the world are there? Seven. Who is the first man to walk on the moon? Armstrong. What is a baby kangaroo called? I don't know. A little a little jumper. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess you could try to correct your answer, but no. No. You were doing good until that. It's a Joey. Joey? Okay. Yeah, I thought you would know that. It's Joey. Congratulations. You won $500. Hold on. on. I I rocked. No, you didn't know. You got everything else right. That's what I'm talking about. Say bye-bye to my bucks, baby. How many did I get right? Three? Four. I got four right? You didn't say Neil Armstrong. You said Armstrong. But Armstrong. Yeah. That's close enough, Everything else was right. Okay. Yeah, all right. I got four out of five. Jimmy, are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. What is the primary language in Mexico? Spanish. How many legs does a spider have? Eight. What game is played at Wimbledon? Tennis. What is the name of Batman's butler? Alfred. What do honeybees collect? 
Poland. Congratulations. Yeah. You won 500 bucks at Jimmy's Cash. No way. Don't spend it all in one place, <laughs> asshole. I, I could have said Alfred Pennyworth, but the last one's kind of a trick question because immediately your your mind goes, "Honey, shh. I did, yeah, yeah. I, I, my mind went there." <laughs> Son of a bitch, he's beating. He's won a thousand dollars. So that just proves I'm smarter than you. Well, <laughs> the locker room presents the Grant Report. Now, Grant Johnson. Bad news, everyone. The city of Edmonton is broke. Apparently, um, apparently there's not enough money because not enough of us are riding on the bus. Actually, that is a real reason that they gave for not having any money right now. They have a deficit of $73 million. Bike lanes! Maybe if we didn't have to arm ourselves and prepare for battle every time we got on a bus, they would make more money. The audacity to blame the lack of transit riders for the city not having any money and not the fact that they, yes, spent millions on bike lanes or rebuilding the pile of silver balls. Sorry, we can't plow any snow this winter because even though no one drives on the west side of Edmonton, we spent... 2,700 levels of management? (laughs) No one walks on the west side of Edmonton. We spent millions building a pedestrian bridge to West Edmonton Mall. Uh, don't worry, though, because in another four years, the walking speed LRT to Mill Woods is going to be open, and the money will start pouring in for that. You know, we only paid $1.2 billion for that train, so it's basically already paid for itself. In conclusion, they are already greasing us up, getting us used to the idea yeah. of another big tax hike, yeah. so be ready and have a nice day. The Grant Report is brought to you by our locker room merchandise. Help us pay our taxes. Buy a Shuntler <laughs> shirt today. Text us now to get the link to shop. The Locker Room Sports. I really don't want to do it, but I, I got to mention this. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, and, and this is to anybody listening um, that does vote. If this city council is broke <laughs> and they don't reevaluate the budget that they have for the for the bike lanes. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I am pro bike lane, especially now that I have a scooter. But if they <laughs> do not reevaluate the money that they're spending on bike lanes in the next five years, with them being broke all of a sudden, mm-hmm. all of a sudden we're broke. Oh, sorry. It's because people don't ride the bus anymore, which is total bullshit. <laughs> if they don't do that, you need to get rid of all of them. You need to fire the whole lot of them. <laughs> Every single member of this city council needs to be walked out and sent home. If they do not, if somebody doesn't step up and go, okay, we have to reevaluate the money that we're spending on things that we don't need to spend money on. If they're broke right now, that has to happen. This is what happens in households. When you are sit when you're when you're sitting down and you're reevaluating your finances and you're broke, guess what? You don't get to go to Mexico that year. Right? Or the kids don't all get new laptops at Christmas. <laughs> I don't understand why our government officials can't figure out that they should start balancing their budgets like households do. It makes no sense to me. It just it makes absolutely, it's asinine. We'll just increase taxes? No. Get your together and figure it out with the money that you have. And this is sports. <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed now, to do sports. Those Jays. <laughs> oh, thanks for putting that on the show today. Baseball, Jays are losing games. They need to be winning. Falling to the Rangers at home again last night. Game three of four tonight. CFL Edmonton is back in action Friday night in Saskatchewan. 
I can't I'll even speak a, right now. I'll find a story about windmills for you next. Stop. I never said that about windmills. <laughs> Another moment with Dr. Locke. I want to say something before we get into this. Okay. Okay. I take mental illness very seriously. We are not making fun of mental illness mm. with this discussion at mm-hmm. all. If you suffer from anxiety or any form of depression, man, I, I feel for you, okay? And do what you need to do to uh, to get yourself straight, whatever that is, okay? Um, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Excellent point, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Right? This is seven essential healthy lifestyle habits that could significantly mitigate the risk of depression according to brand new research. And some of them are going to be obvious, okay? Number one, and we've talked about this, get a good night's sleep. Figure oh, out yeah. how to get a... Right? Maybe yeah, pop if you're an not, edible. If you're not sleeping, you know, your system gets all screwed up. Yeah. And you get not, you don't feel regular and you get confused. And As a doctor, I'm looking for this stuff all the time. <laughs> and I see regular things on sleep now. You do a lot of sleep studies. They're really, really focusing on sleep with You're a lot really of stuff good right now. sleep. Take some edibles. Oh, I sleep like a just a princess. Last night I had a great <laughs> night's sleep. I, I like decide I'm going to sleep and I go to sleep. Yeah. I'm out. Abstaining from smoking... Um, apparently, that um, that Lame. has an adverse impact. <laughs> uh, nutritious diet. Make sure you're eating well. Sense, if you're yeah. eating like crap, it can have an impact on your um, your your anxiety levels, your depression, your moods. Mm-hmm. Regular physical activity, whatever it is, it might just be a walk around the damn block. Um, try to get something in every day. I know that sometimes I can be in a bit of a funk, and then like I'll just take the dog for a walk. Yeah, and afterwards I'll feel so much better. Oh, yeah. so good. Okay, I don't know what this means. Low to moderate sedentary behavior. Does that mean like relaxing? It must. Yeah. Uh, okay. Couch potato, like just uh, sitting around. I think a lot of us have that covered. <laughs> uh, maintaining an active social life, huh. which I'm, I'm kind of against that, but. <laughs> I can see how... Oh, yeah, that's that's a big one. Well, look at what happened with the pandemic, where yeah. everybody was isolated, and we had a, a major increase in, in you know, mental health issues, mm-hmm. right? And then the last one is alcohol consumption. Boom! Don't drink alcohol? No, it says drink alcohol. How much? Moderate alcohol keep, consumption. Listen, they use that word a lot in these but studies. Moderate is different to, depend, depending on the person. It's Isn't fluid. It? So basically, if you're having issues with your mental health, start drinking is what I'm saying this morning. <laughs> the locker room. I don't think it, like it's it's pretty it's pretty well known. It's it's kind of established that Stephen King's a little off, right? Like a little. I mean, have you read his books? You got to be a little off to write some of that stuff. Yes, but personally, I think <laughs> we all know that he's he's a bit of he's, he's not like this dark character that you would expect him to be. I like think he's a little bit of a dork, right? Yeah, like he writes horror novels and like these horrific stories, but he's a nerd. Like yeah. he's not like some sinister person, right? He's he's pretty nerdy. And when he does horror movies, they're different than all, like all these slasher films. It's totally different. Like his are smart horror. Yeah, he has a like you can tell immediately as well. That you're reading a Stephen King book. Mm-hmm. I had a like a brief moment in time when I was younger that I was reading some Stephen King stuff, and I had to stop. 
because it it just it scared the hell out of me. Yeah, I think he's. I don't know. I don't know how. Like I don't know how to judge it because I'm not smart enough. But I think he's a good writer too. Oh, I, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Right. I get the sense that he's a very decent writer. Um. Anyway, he was doing an interview, and, and the funny thing about this story is that I get the sense that he was actually doing this to the point where his wife was ready to leave him. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a story that he, his wife threatened to leave him they over how much he was playing Mambo, Mambo number, number five. five. And singing it. And singing along. His wife was like, if you don't stop that, I will leave you. But, but you know, there's there's people, like, when you're getting getting geared up to do something, like he's, he, he might need Mambo number five to get into the groove this to write. Is what, he needs this to write Carrie. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can feel where Carrie fit in on this. This is funny. Yeah. Are you on the same page with your wife on music? For the most part. Sometimes she'll, like, get annoyed. She'll be like, okay, I can't listen to any more sad cowboy music. <laughs> she likes, yeah, no, we, we like a lot of the same stuff, but she will be like, okay, you need to switch you it up. A, you got a pretty wide range. I think you and I are very yeah. similar in that regard. Like, I can listen to, I can listen to some pop stuff. I can listen to, uh, like, the sad country. I can yeah. listen to blues. I can listen to, you know, Tool. Yeah. I can listen to Pearl Jam all day if I needed to. Totally. Yeah. yeah I could easily do that. Yeah, there's some things where she's like, this, is, this isn't it. And it's Turn funny. Off, but. I actually have an appreciation for a song like this. Do you? <laughs> right? Just because it's hooky. It's got a time and place, right? Yeah. Like, you can put this on put this on with the kids in the back. It's fun. Yeah. But absolutely. I could also see, like, why his wife would want to leave him if he just had this on repeat. I think I did a stripogram to this song. That makes sense. Of course he did. Yeah. There you go. I am not on the same page with my wife with music, but we've been getting, over the last couple of years, she has been coming around a little bit more to my side of the music yeah. spectrum because um, because I think I've just I, th- I think I just wore her down right yeah like, I as you've done with most on. things in your relationship yeah. um, <laughs> he did say he was working on a novel when he was listening to this he was doing 11 22 63 which is about a time traveler that goes back to stop the assassination of John Kennedy and he said when he writes he listens to LCD sound system and fat boy slim <laughs> and, this, and this, like he likes this music when he writes. So, yeah. There wow, Fat Boy Slim's catchy too. There right? we go. Yeah. Welcome to the locker room. All right. This is pretty big news. If you're a uh, bit of a an alien guy, like I, like I am, mm-hmm. you can go down these wormholes. Um, you'll probably start to see a little bit about this. This happened yesterday, Mexico Congress. So the Mexican Congress has been holding these hearings on UAPs, trying to figure out what they are. And uh, they brought out their leading UFO expert who displayed um, non-human alien corpses in the Mexican Congress. So two bodies. So a lot of people do this. A lot of people, mm-hmm. Grant, they're calling for, bring me a machine. Bring me yeah. a body. Bring I want to see a body. I want to see yeah. an arm. Um, right? So they had two bodies. Each had only three fingers on each hand. They had like the classic E.T. They looked like E.T. One they looked like in, Yoda. They had them in windowed boxes. They were pretty small. 
Yeah, they were very small. Um, the corpses are between 700 and 1800 years old. X-rays show one of them had mysterious eggs inside of it, and uh, they found them in Peru in 2017. So it's always, why is it always Peru? Something about Peru. I would go there. It's a nice place. <laughs> um, so yes, they rolled out these corpses. I watched the video. Is did it you, legit? I didn't watch the video, no. They look mummified like they yeah. looked like they were... Um, well, they're old. They're yeah. 1,800 years old. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's thoughts? I mean, I want to believe. <laughs> How could this guy get into Mexican Congress? He's there with these. like. But if they were real, you would think... There's a growing theory that... They're doing more of this now that our public officials are doing yeah. this to distract the public from the more serious things that they're doing behind the scenes. Not in Mexico, though. <laughs> Why well, Mexico doesn't need to do that because they can just do whatever they want anyways. You don't need to hide things. <laughs> I don't know. Jimmy? It's hard to believe, right? Uh, no, I don't believe It's kind of like when they roll out a Bigfoot Cause, corpse. Because if you have just this guy bringing this to Congress, you'd think government organizations would find it or you know radio well, per- is, radio radio personalities that you know want to go home this guy is you know apparently the the leading UFO the leading ufologist in mexico i don't know if he has a government position but he, it's it's like somebody that has been tasked with and there are people jimmy you can look that way and smirk and all you want but there are people that actually their jobs in government looking into it or to investigate these things that guy that just stepped out in front of congress what he was fbi or cia i can't remember Uh, fbi i think so his job was to actually prove that this stuff was happening and to look into the sightings that the um u.s military have been reporting over whatever period of time they say they they actually let people study these corpses. Like, it isn't some dude that has them and won't let anyone look at them, like all the Bigfoot are. Yeah. He says they were studied at the Autonomous National University of Mexico. They did radiocarbon dating on them and did x-rays on them, which is how they found the eggs inside of the one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is it legit? I mean, there's your proof. There's you a body. Visual proof. There's two bodies. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of at that point where I want to see some proof, mm-hmm. but I don't know if a mummified body is what I'm looking for. Not doing it for you, hey? Like I I want to see a flying saucer. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want it to be You need that. I want it to be at the the Mall of America mm-hmm. and I want to be able to pay 25 bucks for a ride. <laughs> That's that's kind of what I'm looking for. <laughs> All right. It, when they can do that... Then you'll believe. Yeah. And you're in. Something that's a thousand years old that looks like it just spent too much time in the dirt. I don't know yet. Mm. Right? And I saw a two-minute video yeah. of them like pulling the lids off these things. It's in the Mexican Congress. Okay. All right. Mexico All would right. never lie to us. By the way, um, if you are into this... 
and uh, you still listen to Joe Rogan. He recently interviewed Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp. George Knapp is the guy that was tied to Bob Lazar, and that was a late 80s story. I know Jimmy and I have talked about remembering this guy. He was in Vegas, and and George Knapp was the guy that kind of brought him out Mm -hmm. into the forefront, and he was saying that he was hired by some organization to go into Area 51 and reverse engineer this machine that they they had recovered, yeah. right? And everyone thought he was a lunatic, but he's sort of stuck to his story since the late 80s. It's been that long. It's been 30-plus mm-hmm. years, and he's never wavered from his story. And some of the stuff that he was saying has actually been proven to be true. Yeah. Um, and it... The problem I have, and George always goes on with this Jeremy guy when he's on with Rogan. Yeah. Jeremy's a tool. I I can't stand him. I I don't know what it is about him. I find him very infuriating. Mm -hmm. I have... do you, do you know who I'm talking about? The yes, guy with I the beard? do, yeah. Because he believes everything. <gasps> right? So it's kind of... Yeah. Anyway, apparently he was at that hearing in the States. And it's a good listen from... If you can not be annoyed by him, it's a good listen because they get into a, a, a lot of the reason why they're releasing some of this information now, yeah. right? And some theories behind why the governments are a little bit more open to... Exploring the idea of, hey, listen, there's some stuff out there we don't know mm-hmm. how to explain, and they're being a little bit more transparent about it. Yeah. Anyway, not that I need to send people to Joe Rogan's podcast, but if you are wired like I am on this stuff, <laughs> you might want to have a look. The Locker Room, only on Chris. All right, Jimmy. Would you like to say your piece at the front end of this? He's the master of getting scammed. The master of getting scammed. Fall okay, so one. so our management or IT department. IT department, they send out fake phishing emails. Do, do other companies do this, or is this unique to us? I don't think we would have come up with this idea or this technology. Like this is something I think companies because do. the the this Make course sure. this course I now have to take is not done by our company. It's a, done by a company called No Before. Um, I haven't <laughs> clicked on one of these emails in, I'd say, almost two years. But uh, I honest, no, it's been more. It's uh, you just had your entire Facebook and so what Instagram it, and yeah, everything they send, else. They send fake phishing emails, and they say like, and they, there's always a link to click. And if whoever, I did not click whoever, a link, whoever clicks on the link then has to do this online internet safety course. This is now the third time Jimmy's had to do it. Why, okay, why are you having to do this course? Because Grant and I have never had to yeah, we didn't have this to course. Do you obviously clicked I on the link. I marked it as, because uh, there was one that I think it is, I marked it as phishing. No, then that would have been the correct thing to do. You wouldn't have to take an internet safety course. You okay, clicked on you something. Clicked I, clicked, on a link. I clicked on something. So, you know, what I think when they do this thing, and... You show me what, what the hell I clicked. Oh, they don't tell you I what. They don't either. show me what uh, what what I clicked. Mm. Have you seen anything, Grant, in the last little while? I delete any email that's like your package is at the front door, or Boom. click this here, or your your this has been compromised. You need to like delete, delete, delete. Because I got one All of, of those not that All long ago. Delete. That your you need to change password your password. <laughs> delete was compromised, and I marked that as a phishing. Yeah, but you clearly clicked on something. It used to be, we used to have this old sales guy, and it would just be Jimmy and him right in the test. And now it's just going to be you, because he's not here anymore. 
He's at Billy Bob's I, playing BLT. You are the king of getting scammed. <laughs> like if that was an actual I, fishing. I thing. don't like if if it's the email I'm thinking of. I marked it as a phishing email. It's not. You did it's something. It's not because they wouldn't. Make I've you actually do the course seen a couple of them in the They've last week or so. In the last little where while, I thought that they were a little fishy. I delete, delete, delete. Yeah, yeah. Now Jimmy. He's so now I have trusting. to do this damn course again. <laughs> Or is it the I, same course? I don't know. It's been it's been a couple years. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, clearly you need a refresher. Yeah. On air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. So I think I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, and I was dead serious. I want to get into pickleball. I don't know why I'm so fascinated <laughs> with it. Um, but I went online, and we talked about it, and some people sent me some like some suggestions. And I went through the city of Edmonton. What the hell is their sports program called? Uh, Edmonton Social Something Sciences Club. Or whatever. The SSC. <laughs> Sport and social club. Sport and social <laughs> Anyway. And dude, I'm telling you right now, because I don't know how to play pickleball. Mm-hmm. And when I brought it up with my wife, and the same thing happened to us when we moved to Winnipeg and we'd never curled before. She was like, right. well, let's get some lessons. So we went and took curling lessons as a couple mm-hmm. on the weekends. And we did that for, I don't know, two or three different weekends. And then we got into kind of a fun beginner. She's a big time curler now, too. Well, she's actually really good. Yeah. She, she, she really loves the sport and does it every, every winter. Um, so I said to her, I said, I'm interested in pickleball. Do you want to look into it? She said, yes, well, sign us up for a class to, mm-hmm. so we can learn it. And I went, okay. So I went through the Edmonton Sports and Science S- Club. Sports and <laughs> Social <laughs> Studies class. And they are packed. You cannot oh, really? get into these classes. Huh. Right? And it's obvious that they're catering to an older demographic yeah. because, like, Tuesday at noon is one of the classes. Like, <laughs> we're not going to be able to make that happen, right? You can make it for the early bird special. So I went... <laughs> So I went online and I I looked up pickleball, okay? So I went on and I tried to find another like I don't know, association a group or whatever, and I found the pickleball uh, association of Canada webpage. And I went to sign up for a class. Mm-hmm. And right on the front page it says membership full. So get this, okay? This is an Edmonton-based webpage, yeah. okay? It's a Canadian Pickleball Association. But just in Edmonton, they take 800 members. And it's full. It's full! Wow. I can't even get That's in. That's crazy, yeah. Isn't that insane? That is really I had, crazy. I had no idea. Like, I knew it was it was popular, but I had no idea Not how... Not that popular, yeah. So... You better get on the list so you can register for uh, January. Well... That's just the thing. Now I'm trying to figure out uh, how to get on the wait list and then find out if you can take the class to learn how to play before you get on the wait list. Into a and, league. And, into yeah. a league and all that. So I'll keep people That's posted wild. on yeah. this. But, but uh, yeah. Invest in Maybe a listener knows how to play pickleball and they could teach you. You know what? I kind of I, I don't really want to show up at Ned's place <laughs> on the weekend with my wife. <laughs> yeah. But thanks for the suggestion, Jimmy. The locker room. All right. She works on six twenty CKRM. Her name is Daniela Ponticelli. <laughs> <laughs> We're we close. Are we close at all? 
Absolutely. That was the mm. best pronunciation of my name I think I've ever heard on radio. Nice. That's, Kudos. Kudos. That's what we do here. <laughs> so, Daniela, um, you work mm-hmm. on 620 CKRM. You do the um, pre-show and the post-show for the Rough Riders, the voice of Saskatchewan, baby. Um, yeah. And you also do some sidelining reporting. How did you get into that? Honestly, the, the the opportunity presented itself, and I decided I had done some U Sports sidelines, and I worked in news and and broadcast and sports for about a decade, and I just thought it would be a really great opportunity, and I've loved it ever since. It's been two seasons, and you know you get to witness the highs, and of course some of the lows, <laughs> including uh, last season, a pretty much. Nearly to the date a year ago when the Elks came to visit the last time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that, that date a year ago went Edmonton's way. And I remember that being a turning point for some of the fans, at least for that call-in show. They kind of knew the writing was on the wall and weren't so sure we would make it into the playoffs last year. And we didn't. So Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think, so the Elks and the Rough Riders play Friday night in Saskatchewan. Do you think that the Rough Riders are a little scared of the Elks right now? I mean, they got Trey Ford. They're kind of a new team from where they started from the first game of the year when the Riders and, and the Elks played. Um, I mean, they're kind be- of a scary team right now. I was going to say, they're a team on the rise, and they're a team that, again, really has nothing to lose, if that makes any sense. right? Yeah. You, you, you've got three out of your four games, last games. You, you've got wins. You've played really closely that game in Calgary, of course. Uh, Should have won. Exactly, right? So they are definitely on a roll. And you look at how the Riders have been. They've been kind of steady Freddy's the whole season as in you, you get one good game and then you might not get another good game right it's been so up and down that's why we're six and six and we love playing Edmonton so close <laughs> I was breaking it down the, the more than the Bombers Danielle like close <laughs> games yeah Edmonton and close, Saskatchewan absolutely have. right now I mean let's just take small sample size of the last two games right 12-11 was the final for that game week five July 6 that was here in uh, in Saskatchewan. Yeah. But then all the way back week one, when we opened the season against you guys, it was 17-13. Both of those games were tied at the half, yeah. very low scoring. But I mean, these, these teams love to show off their defense and it's going to be a really fascinating test. Also, though, this is the first time this season that the Elks will see us without Trevor Harris. And yeah. we will see Edmonton with Trey Ford and in this new, you know, <laughs> this new era of the Elks in a lot of ways where they're confident, they're winning. It's going to be a fast, fast-paced game, I'd imagine. Well, I, I don't like that you just said you guys because I'm a Ryder fan. So <laughs> <laughs> please don't yeah, camp me in we, with these guys. Daniela, we have, we have one of them in a room. <laughs> They live among us over here. Oh, my goodness. I can't imagine that that's easy for you. So, yes, I'm sorry to slump you in with that. Every once in a while, we'll get, like, Elks gear, right, sent to the radio station. Mm-hmm. And Grant will sit and stare at it for a long time. <laughs> Don't put it on. Don't. When I had seasons, I always wanted to get just the generic CFL gear to wear those I games. don't mind those hats. Yeah. That, like, I've seen them a couple yeah. of times. Just the CFL it'd be, hat. Yeah. It'd yeah. be nice to have those, like, a little bit more, uh, more handed. I do want to make one more point about this game, too, is that these two teams are coming off wildly different weekends, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Saskatchewan just laying that absolute, the, the ugliest egg you've ever seen, 51-6 loss in Winnipeg, couldn't even get a touchdown, which has been another story for the team. Mm-hmm. Just 
just the, the, that red zone production. But and Edmonton, too, has struggled there in that way, at least at the beginning part of the season. But, I mean, you're rolling off a fantastic high. What a great way to go, right, in this rematch. Where we, you needed come back. we needed it. We needed it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, I mean, the, the, the media attention and the fantastic, you know, Dean Faithful little queen wave that he's doing and royal <laughs> wave, if you will. It's yeah. great. It's All yeah. of that is so much fun. So it's going to be interesting to see who comes back in this game, but I really, I think both of those viewpoints, those storylines can connect either way. Either you're the team that's continuing that momentum or you're finally coming back from just being completely embarrassed mm. in Winnipeg. It'll be interesting this year in the postseason, Daniela, uh, mm-hmm. just based on the fact that um, the bread and butter of the CFL, none of those teams might be in the playoffs. I mean, Calgary's not doing well this year. Saskatchewan, the Rough Riders are having a rough go of it, although you guys still have a sniffing chance here. Uh, Edmonton's not getting into the playoffs. So, it, yeah, I mean, we kind of need the Prairies to be successful in the playoffs for this league. So it is what it is. I mean, Edmonton, I do want to say thank you for beating Calgary last week. That was really <laughs> nice. I mean, that's the thing, right? But this Ryder team is it's so tough to look ahead. We have six more games. Right? We're at the perfect exact final third of the regular season for Saskatchewan. And you look at, okay, so the first two, we've split evenly 6-6. Six, six. You know, are we going to be a nine and nine team? Yeah. Could we finish there? I mean, last year we only had six wins overall. So, you know, what is success? Obviously, getting into the into the playoffs is a, is a must, right, for this team. And if we continue on a good path, and and the, some of the Eastern teams continue to to be where they're at. We're on a good pace, but it really is dependent on who's going to start getting hot at the right time. Facing a team like Edmonton is going to be like, we need this win. I know Edmonton needs the win, too. They want to keep going. It's it's always interesting to see how things are going to land at the end of it when you have two two dominant teams in Winnipeg and, and BC, and you know that it's very likely they're going to go through, but then yeah. what if Saskatchewan starts getting hot, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still a chance. I mean, in the CFL, you, you never know. Daniela Ponticelli <laughs> from the Sports Cage, the voice of Saskatchewan. Thank you very much for your time this morning. And uh, and good luck. Good luck on Friday, okay? <laughs> I we don't mean that. Thanks. thanks for your time today. Absolutely, thanks. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Congrats. You just lost five IQ points. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.